You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. Dude, let's go. Wow, look at you, eh? Dude. You're feeling jacked? I feel great, man. I'm not uh, I'm not nearly as yoked as you are, but... No, we're different kinds of yoked, though. I'm like... I'm like... Like, uh... I'm like cheetah yoked. You're like ox yoked. I don't know. You're kind of... You're strong like in the way an old dog is strong. Piss off. <laughs> you know, like kind of sinewy and like you can see the tendons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm strong like a young bull oh who's been like God. feeding. I've, I've been feeding You're off the like feet a, a little bit too much, but now I'm uh, nuts tied and is being ridden by a cowboy. Yeah, man, and I'm angry about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Have you seen those guys? Dude, what the bulls or the guy, the cowboy riders? I don't think that the bulls that they use in uh, those cowboy competitions. I think they still have their nuts. Yeah, but don't they tie them up with like a belt? Oh, I think maybe. That's how they, I think that's why they're so angry is because not only do they have like a person on them, but their nuts are tied up with a belt. I thought they put like burrs and, and like sharp stuff under the saddle too to really. What? That's so F day. Eh? Yeah. What the heck? Oh, that's brutal. That's and, brutal. Yeah. Poor, poor life. Imagine that. You know how annoying it is when you have like a little tickle in your back or something like and it's a feather sticking out of like your duvet imagine just having burrs underneath a saddle being sat on by a cowboy honestly they could probably reduce all these like really harmful techniques and just have have the the bull in that little enclosure cowboys on top ready to go and they just get like three or four feather dusters and you know just Mm. tickle the shit out of it get it really riled up yes exactly you know it's the opposite of having something stuck like tickling your back is one of those like head scratcher things, you know those things that like mm. those are. It's awesome. like tantric, man. Those some people don't like those. Really? Yeah, those are very. Uh, like you either love them or you hate them. Yeah, you're splitting the Red Sea on that one. For wow, sure. eh? They're so sweet. Man, have you ever done that to a dog? <laughs> no. I'm serious, man. They'll, no, they I freak know. out I just know. like humans, right? Really? Yeah, they just I love see. it. They like freaking cream themselves almost. I once saw poodles, a poodle mix of an unknown mix, yeah. but I once saw a dog of that kind get a, a head, one of those head claw <laughs> things, and it's like eyes rolled back in his head. <laughs> it was fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Like, like a dog for a dog getting its head scratched is one of the most pleasurable things that can happen. Humans have a couple more, like, you know, we have a couple more avenues to kind of go down the pleasure route but for a dog especially is neutered that's about it dude doesn't that go back to your theory of like you should let your dog fuck once yeah <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> yeah just let it know no but that might be even more is apt. that worse i think that's worse that's like you get a taste of the forbidden fruit and then you're toast I don't know though, man. Sometimes it's like, is it better to have loved and to have a broken heart than to never have loved at all? You know, you need some. Yeah, you know what you're missing out, but that yeah, it's one of the yeah, it's what it was put on this earth to do. It's why it got I, here. I think we'll let Freud uh, answer those types of questions, and I think we should just stick with what we know, which is the best podcast this side of the Mississippi. Let's best go. friends catching up. The Mark and Joe Show. I am Mark. And I'm Joe. That's right. I never really knew that she could dance like this. She make a man want to speak Spanish. Como se llama? Bonita. Picasa. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. So be wise and keep on reading the signs of my body. That's a good one. Dude, that was rich. Dude, you know what? I, uh, a couple things. I wrote down a couple things, like two things that popped into my head since we've spoken last. Okay. They're totally unrelated. You know that song, uh, that's, um, it's in, uh, man, I'm hungry like the wolf. 
da 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 Okay, there's a there's a a line in that song. It was on the radio and I was just listening to the lyrics like pretty intently. And there's a line that goes uh I'll sing it, try to sing it in key. And I'm uh da 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 I smell like a sound. <laughs> what a line, eh? <laughs> I smell good, like a sound. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Not in your case, but... No, I think I have a good odor. Like, a good, like... I don't think I have... Sorry, odor implies that it stinks. Odor. I feel like I have, like, a good, uh... Odor? <laughs> yeah, an odor. Do you, so you think, in general, you smell good, like, deodorant-free? Yeah. Like, you could yeah. do two days of deodorant-free, and you would kind of have a natural mm-hmm. allure? Yeah, like, if I had, like, my pits up, and I was, like, doing chin-ups, I could, like, smell it, obviously, and it doesn't smell great, but... Some people do stink. <laughs> You know, yeah. There's a difference between like bo stink and like I've been eating curry like for mm. a month stink. Mm. I don't know. Dude. I'm not chirping curry, but like Dude, stronger curry. tasting foods, more, mm. um, more like fragrant foods that like gets into your skin, man. If you're oh. cooking that shit every night, I thought you were ta- true. That's a good point. I thought you were talking about like it just leaks out your butt, dude. Speaking of curries, dude, do you remember be new? <laughs> do you remember be new? <laughs> Dude, remember oh, Binu, Joe, the guy you watched the Masters with? Yeah. Dude, okay. Speaking of curries, he had uh, some people over a couple days ago for a Sri Lankan feast. He made five different types of curries. He made a shrimp curry, a beef curry, a spicy beet, oh no, a spicy green bean curry, a beet curry, and a lentil curry. He made five different curries. Oh my God. In all, in these like Sri Lankan clay pots, and it was so like authentic and he had a bunch of rice and we ate it the traditional Sri Lankan way, which is with your hands. Joe, you oh, would have I loved love it. That, Dude, man. we it was so he taught us how to do it. You essentially just plop all your rice on the middle of the plate and then you kinda put the curries like like around the rice and then you just you take a clump of rice take some beet, take a little bit of beef maybe, and then you just massage it in and then you just crane it in your mouth. You have to massage it. First. Yeah, dude, you massage it, and you just use your right hand, and your or yeah, you use your right hand, and your left is just clean for drinking water. <laughs> and they were but so like, spicy. Isn't there a thing of like if you like you use your non-wanking hand? I is think... that not a thing? Like if oh. I'm a dominant right wank, I would eat. No, left. no, no. So it's like in Sri Lanka, <laughs> apparently, since like this is what I've heard, you wipe your butt with your left hand, and you eat food with your right. And so, like, you shake hands with your right, you eat with your right, and then you do all your yeah. your wanking and butt Like butt you wiping. do, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. do the downstairs stuff with your left. Uh, yeah. Everything, Dude, everything, everything below the nips you do with your left. Everything. Yeah, that's actually so interesting of, like, a, I mean, in a, in a past time, wherever you were on the planet, like, a, a big thing was, like, keeping our shit separate from our, like, mm. food and, and separate. Like that caused so much death, oh, even dude. in like the most advanced ancient cultures. Yeah, you and just pack so many, you pack too many people together, and then they have nowhere to shit, and calamity yeah. ensues. But all it took was like one genius to just say, "Guys, guys, let's just band together. And let's not... start eating with our right <laughs> and slinging shit with our left." Okay, can yeah. we just all agree at least on that? Apparently, <laughs> uh, a really big invention was the. Uh, you know how toilets have. Um, that like S drain or whatever. It like if you were to yeah, look at a toilet. The P trap. Yeah, it's it like it comes up and around. Apparently that was a really important thing. Keeps invention. a little water in there. Yeah. So you don't get keep... the off gas coming back up. Yeah, exactly. That was pretty important, so I heard at least. Man, um, speaking uh we've been talking about feasts and speaking of a guy who knows how to feast, this mm. guy uh is an absolute legend. His he name is... is David Worsley. X QRFC, well, he's not an ex. He is a QRFC alum. Mm-hmm. We played rugby with him. Yeah. He was uh, one of the older boys kind of showing us the ropes. Yeah, definitely. He was a uh, Queen's economics graduate, so I uh, schooled with him a bit. Dude, he's doing big things, man. He is. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk to this guy. It's been a while. The last time I saw a worm oh, – well, okay. The last like weird offhanded time I saw him was when I just hopped in a gondola on Whistler and he was just in the gondola and I was like, Oh, he was like Shredder. I was like, Hey, what's up? It was such a funny little run in. Uh, yeah. He was eating a shawarma. Yeah, just mucking a shawarma, dude. 
<laughs> Wern, what a legend. No, All right, he... let's get him on. Can we get much higher? So Let's get you guys on full screen. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, nice. Let's see if I can do that. Uh, yeah, I got you oh, guys yeah. on full screen. Uh, full screen. Ah, nice one. Hell yeah, Worm. How you doing, bro? Good. Good to see you, boys. Yeah, good to see you, too. We were just uh, talking about Queen's Rugby. It seems to me like you're sporting a little uh, piece of garb yeah. there. Nice. Yeah, I've got the hoodie on. Oh, is that a recent 20, one? Whoa, that's, yeah. that's what they're looking like these days, eh? Yeah, Dude, what's, the what's going stars. on with that yeah. two, two x's and five stars what's that supposed to, supposed to mean i think I it's think a that... it's a porn innuendo <laughs> i think it's seven <laughs> the it's the number of championships number of OUA championships queen's men's rugby has won oh hell yeah that's sweet i wow. believe so we can uh we can tip our cap boys we've uh we've had our yeah, hand we... in a couple of those uh, so you're, are you coaching with well, the team still worm i am yeah i'm nice. one of the yeah one of the assistant coaches Oh yeah, how's the uh? What, are these are the kids like jewel smoking like Carhartt wearing <laughs> like what's what are the kids like these days? Are they as cool as us? That is a yeah, that's a good question. Without I feel sewering like, them, I guess. <laughs> I was about to sewer them. Yeah, like, man, the sewer them. Sewer them. The demographic five years. The demographic of kid, as we're putting it. Yeah. Uh, five years younger is yeah. just like it is. It is disappointing. It is oh. disappointing just in like a number. Of th- I, I, I don't know, at least from my outside looking in, disappointing. It does make me happy, though, for like the private sector of business in the next 10 years. These guys are not going to be a threat. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, it's like they're not going to come up and like snake all the jobs and stuff. No, definitely no. not. <laughs> okay, well, what, what's like some standout stuff? Like anything that just makes you cringe? Just like poor, I think poor, just like basic basic like human communication things yeah dude, like, it's probably from smartphones and stuff just like not uh like they don't like don't care about like don't care about like sending like hey we're gonna be late to a practice like all it takes is like a simple text like hey we're gonna be late don't send it really just kind of, like, walk in and it's like you're like, like what the fuck's going on and then just kind of like walking in not every kid i'm stereotyping a little bit but yeah. it's definitely more prevalent than five years ago i would say yeah Dude, being late to practice wasn't even an option. I would rather, I'd rather miss yeah. like a midterm, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just stroll in late. You would just get grilled. Dude, you gotta have a good backstory. Like you're getting, <laughs> you're getting weird with it. You you're might have to mugged. go like, getting. You have to make it into the news somehow so that like they can know that you were actually somewhere else. Yeah, and just like <laughs> poor excuses. Like I couldn't, like I couldn't make a, I couldn't do a phone call because my ankle hurt. Like, what does that fucking mean? Come man, on, man. How much of that do you think is you like becoming more mature and seeing these things through kind of a different lens? Yeah. Like how different really were we? Yeah. That's, or that's a are fair they really changing. It's a fair point. I think they're really changing, but who knows? You've yeah. got to, uh, I guess you've got to look back and or if you had something, I guess there are like videos, photos of what? whatnot, like, if you're like 20 years old right now, are you a millennial? What What's the going on I with think, the generation? I think there's a new right gen. Now? I think it's uh, I don't know actually. Yeah, first, <laughs> first years are born in the 2000s, 2001. The first yeah, year so they have to be born in 2001. Gen. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Hey, That's... speaking of like college kids and just being idiots, it was uh, MLK weekend here, which is well in in the states it was just MLK weekend, which is Martin Luther King weekend. It's like a big uh, holiday. And every year, all the college kids at, like, all the uh, schools near the border, like Washington State and, like, Oregon and all those schools, they all come up to Whistler and just party their faces off for three days in a row because – and they're all, like, 19 years old because they can't drink down there in the States. So they come up and just get blasted and they're just walking around the village at one in the afternoon just tanked like googly eyed just wearing 
outrageously like inappropriate stuff it's so funny to see for a weekend <laughs> it's hilarious yeah does that hype you up or do you like look upon it with disgust disdain no i think it's hilarious i think it's yeah some people love to hate on them but i just i don't know they're just kids partying having fun like give them a break yeah but yeah. obviously if they do something stupid like that's they're gonna have to own up to that and that's their own fault like yeah, there's um, there's been some stories of some pretty heinous activities on this weekend. Anything like, specific you can uh, enlighten us? I'd love to hear some heinous shit. Like apparently, <laughs> like at seven o'clock in the evening, this I don't know who this was, but a college kid in in between a grocery store and a liquor store, right when we bumped into uh, Izzy Hall and Kinney Joe, okay, right there to give you some uh, context. This kid just had a carrot. And he was just had his pants down and he was just shoving a carrot up his butt. <laughs> At like You're seven the in the afternoon. Part of the square. Busiest part of the square. No, not even in the square, dude. Indoors. In between the two friggin' stores. What was like what was the reaction of just people walking by this? Like the I, other normal people. I just saw a video of it and everyone is just can't believe themselves. Like everyone's like looking away, but like looking back, kinda. It's almost reminiscent of Joe, you remember? Were you Uzi. there when the Nate? No, when the naked guy walked <laughs> down Earl Street, dude. That dude, wasn't was... he on mushrooms, man? Dude, wasn't he on? Was... Uh... He was on mushrooms. He we didn't know that at the time, but man, Worsley, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon around <laughs> exam times. We were just throwing the football in front of three hundred one Earl Street. For those of you who don't know Queens or didn't go, it's a very like, it's very high traffic area. Like there's a lot of people walk, coming and going from the library yeah, from a lot the of gym. foot traffic a lot of foot traffic we look up the street and up on like university there's this guy just crossing the street ass <laughs> naked not wearing <laughs> shoes or anything and he's almost like zombieing <laughs> towards like girls and anyone and girls are running away from him and he's he's like kind of causing like hysteria and he starts walking towards uh 301 Earl Street and we're like what the fuck is this guy doing <laughs> and he's just kind of zombieing down the street he he we we are kind of freaked out we hop on the porch we're like dude what are you doing and then uh Thomas Juha tried to like he knew the guy so he tried to corral him into his house because he knew he was about to get arrested and yeah sure enough the the cop showed up and just put this guy in the back of his cop car this was a university age kid yeah Apparently, yeah. like, a couple people knew him. Luckily, he didn't, uh, I don't know, face Luckily, charges. his parents were rich, and he <laughs> completely got out of it. Like, Is that <laughs> is that any better that he's a university-age kid versus, like, a 40-year-old man? Much better. Uh, yeah. 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 It's better. Okay. You're in that it's... kind of window. You're in that still, just bare, barely window. Yeah. They'll, they'll be like, you know you're an illegally an adult. He's like, but. But. <laughs> You, you know how high I was on bush. <laughs> like honestly, I think the the length of your bush is like directly proportional to how little you should be streaking. Like if you have a huge like Jackie Moon afro down there, it's even way worse. You know, yeah. it's just you know you should know better. So get some get some nair get some nair and it's just licensed to streak essentially. Yeah, I mean, nair is a dangerous thing. Nair is a dangerous thing. So I've heard. Hey, worm. What's up? So uh, I kind of know a bit about this, but I think Mark would be really interested to to learn about this, seeing as he's a, a bit of a property man. Uh, but tell tell us and tell the listeners kind of well, like yeah, how you got your yeah. start in property management and how you went from like a downtown job to moving back to a somewhat small town and kind of making your mark. Okay, cool. I... Uh... Just had to shout out to uh, Nikki. I'm finishing off her bottle of Rugged Roots here that she brought over <laughs> on Saturday. Nice. Oh, that was rugged. Tell her thanks for that. Um, so how to, how did I get my start? And so what, I guess kind of like first for anyone that doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily the most intuitive thing what a property management company does. So we get, we don't own all the properties. We get hired by owners of rental properties in Kingston to be the landlord representative for the property. So we handle all of leasing, uh, coordinating any tenants maintenance requests, uh, like helping the owner with larger capital projects and larger renovations, uh, dealing with whatever crazy shit that tenants yeah. 
which is a lot. Yeah. I, could, I could write a pretty good book. And, uh, and then like all the financials, all the property accounting with the property, like money in expenses throughout the month and then net income at the end of the month. So that's what we do. So owners hire us to perform those services. Um, I, I moved back to Kingston th three years ago, uh, and kind of like started this from not really, I had a brokerage client from Toronto, um, that I, I guess I used to work in real estate brokerage in uh, apartment building brokerage in Toronto. So I had kind of, I was like in the space a little bit, not directly in the property management space, came over with a small client. I just started old school dialing the phone and cold calling people and kind of built up a couple clients that way. And now, uh, we've got a pretty good operation going. So a lot of our growth comes from like internal clients, uh, like internal clients buying stuff, uh, adding to their portfolios and, uh, like our clients referring their friends, referring other people that own rental properties, kind of our network referring, uh, other people that own rental properties. So it's going, uh, going well. Dude, do you ever, are you ever like walking down the street and you're like, oh, I, you're like, oh, this is one of the properties I manage. And then they're just throwing like a freaking rager of a party. You're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Guys <laughs> naked in the front on mushrooms. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yes, all the time. Like, it's, it's like the worst. You're going, well, like the rugby, we'll have like a rugby game, right? So I'm, I'm like dead sober. I walk down from my house because I don't want to leave my car anywhere near the gate. I'm just walking by all our places. They're just yeah. like a beer can like not even like a beer can like there's some like abnormal stuff like chairs coming out the windows just like oh fuck <laughs> you're not on monday <laughs> oh that's so funny sure. eh? and you must other... run into the craziest like repair calls or like just Dude, i don't know just tenants being idiots they're just oh, so like out of so touch dumb man it's like it's insane i think what like one of the uh one of the good ones like you go into places and it's especially females they're very, um, they're very like sexually forward now. And what I mean by that is that they'll have like, you'll walk into a place and this is so many of our properties have this, like group of five girls live there on their kitchen table. It'll be like, it'll be like bang rankings, like number of table bangs. And then it'll have all their initials. Like I know their initials, they pay the rent, like Alexis, whatever. And then it's like the actual numbers on it's like it's just right there it's like what do you do when your parents come to town and like one girl has like eight one girl only has one like what's the girl with one doing like, Body, man you hide the bong you hide the bang rankings and you have a nice fucking dinner yeah. maybe some rugged roots shared between friends <laughs> <laughs> oh slut man of the week, that's a good one slut of the week wow eh yeah, I think it's been. Fair enough. Last time I was in that in that unit, it had been the same girl for four weeks in a row. <laughs> Just been getting after it, dude. Honestly, I kind of like that. They're taking ownership. They're like, "Fuck it." Yeah. Like Jessica loves to bang. <laughs> You're slut of the week again. <laughs> he win again, <laughs> dude. We. I wish one of us could have been the slut of the week, Mark. I don't think we were cool enough. <laughs> Definitely not. Slut of the month, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Van Worsley, uh, speaking of slut of the month, one of my, uh, <laughs> dude, one of, an interesting chapter in my QRSC career was when I was in, this is an example of nothing's bad until, like, no, nothing's bad until it's, like, actually realized and then, uh, sorry, I'm not really explaining this very well. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say... Let me explain it, and then maybe we can come up with a good analogy afterwards. Sure. Sounds good. Uh, it was like, I think it was the third game we were playing Brock, and we beat them by, like, maybe a try or something, and we we were kind of planning on smashing them, and I started nine that game, and it was, everyone was like, oh, shit, okay, back to the drawing board. Like I remember this game. We were like, Mark's probably not, like, <laughs> this is what I think was going on behind the scenes. They were like, uh... I don't know if we can have Mark at nine. And then next week, they're like, yeah, all right, Mark, you're going to be on the third steam. Worsley's going into nine. And initially, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, damn it. That was my shot. And But then I just kind of muddled around on the third steam for a bit, was captain for a couple games. And you guys kind of got your shit figured out. And then I, I kind of had a lot of fun. I was like partying a good amount because I was on the mm. thirds team and I was kind of like fourth year go weather was good I was going on a little bit of a rip slot of, slot of the month and uh 
And then you guys just picked me back up for the fight for like the playoffs and everything was hunky dory. It was great. Just rode the pine and continued my streak of championships. It was great. Yeah, and then lit it up the next year for Queen. Yeah, exactly. I just kinda (laughs) I needed to find my roots a little bit. But yeah. Dude, sometimes it's nice being like the stud in the stable, you know? Yeah, just kind of just getting all reared to go, you know, eating sandwiches at Bud's. Just like I can do this. Yeah, I know what's I know what's up. I know what's shaking. But yeah, that uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, you know what I mean? How, like, let's say you break your hand, you're like, oh no, I broke my hand. But then something good like comes of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like silver lining. Yeah, there's a really good saying. I can't think of it though. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> so there's a silver sorry. lining for being slow of the week. Yeah, well, I kind of went. Being <laughs> slow of the week is mode. the silver lining. Yeah, I kind of went. I'm pretty, I sure. Went I'm pretty sure the moral of that story was that. <laughs> that dropping down in the third team was great because he could just like fuck around and like i'm pretty sure you were drunk at a few games <laughs> no 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 maybe a little bit under the yeah Matty Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh you know what i uh so at the sri lankan dinner that i was talking to joe about before you came on worsley i learned about these like uh Essentially, like sex toy dildo parties that girls can host. <laughs> that a girl can host. Okay, so this is get this. I doubt you guys oh know about this. God. Maybe you do. A girl can organize one of these parties, and I forget the name of them. Maybe some of our female listeners will know. But she invites her friends over, maybe fifteen friends, and then a rep for a, like a sex toy company will come and shop around sex toys, and then the person who organized it gets a discount based on how many sex toys are purchased by the party of chicks. <laughs> it's like a Tupperware party. Yeah, that, that's that's what they said. But what's a Tupperware party? Dude, back when like Tupperware kind of became a thing, people would host and they're like, it's like a pyramid scheme, man. Like you're just like selling Tupperware to your friends. <laughs> yeah, now they're and, selling uh, dildos. Maybe Slut of the Week is it's, goes hand in hand. Used to be selling Tupperwares. Now it's... Hey, Worm, so <laughs> you were saying <laughs> I'm taking this off the dildo train. Worm might bring it right back there, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> so uh, you were saying that you guys are on a, on a wind streak and curling? Whoa, Whoa. you curl? Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Okay. So I would say for every – whoever has not tried curling, try curling. Wow. Go with a bunch of friends. Like – social find like a league find a beginner's league get like three or four buddies join a beginner's league it is so much fun um just in terms of like overall like it's a great team sport great stretch like kind of like a fun strategy sport you can Mm -hmm. actually see pretty good improvement pretty quickly because especially if you're like a decent athlete like if you're going if you're going weekly or twice a week like you're actually curling a lot you're getting your feel you guys are big ping pong players, right? You know what we're talking yeah. about. You can't just, yeah, like, yeah. If you're playing weekly, like, your feel is getting pretty good. But it's a great, like, team sport. There's drinking. You can have beers out there. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun. And, yes, my team, we're on a, we had a big win last week on Wednesday. So we're on a two-game win streak yes. uh, in 2020. Um, What's yeah, your team looking, name? We are – our team name is Team Scott Kyle because oh. he didn't make a team name. Oh, so, oh, that's so little, lame. Ooh. A little bit of an unepic uh, team name, but we make up for it in uh, we make up for it in performance. And it's there like just like it's a uh, it's a great time. I tell people we are in the playoffs last year, the D flight playoffs. <laughs> <It's D> flight. <laughs> but we're like we just squeaked in. We're the last seed going into into D flight playoffs. Like a big big team. Just like everyone on board, big win in our first game to just like move us along. Big yeah. upset. And then, uh, and then like we win another one. We we win another one, and we're like heading into the semifinals. I was dreaming every night about curling. Wow. Hit my <laughs> pillow, and then I would just dream. About, even when the game wasn't the next night, I would just dream about curling the whole night. I'd wake up and just be like, "Okay, it's curling." I'm I can't wait till Wednesday. Dude, you would have you been to like a, the Briar or anything like that? The Briar's actually I have not it's, been to is, it's in Kingston, right now, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, 
It's in Kingston, uh, like February 28th to yeah. March 10th. It's Dude, in- you should go because I think the curlers actually like know how to party and have a couple drinks. Yeah, they do. They sure that's uh, why people get into the sport. And yeah, they're like, oh, it's kind of fun, you know. Something to but, do in the winter. Yeah, it'll be a good. Yeah, that'll be a good draw. It'll be a good draw to Kingston. I actually, uh, one of my buddies, his family is Airbnb mine and Caitlin's house, and we booked for the Briar because a bunch of people are coming. And it's hard to find places, uh-huh. so we decided to take the three grand and book a trip to Japan. Sick. So. Going that's to gangster. Japan. Um, yeah, so that's, that's our. Uh, what a little. Instead mood. of watching, instead of watching old people curl, we're gonna. Yeah, that's way better. Japan. The briar can wait. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Hey man, yeah. so uh, for for those of you who don't know Worm uh, Worsley that well, he was a he had a legendary appetite back in uh, university. And don't get me wrong, he was in great shape. He was a supreme athlete, but man, Worm. You got to walk us through what were your kinks and highlights. Like, I'll get you started. I know Donair, Mr. Donair has got to be on that list. But what are your top five go-to prime Worsley just feeds? Just Kingston restaurants. I'll go like, like you're talking like Worsley now living in Kingston or back as a student? I, I want back as a time. student and then we're going to see how you've evolved. Okay. Back as a student, like you referenced Mr. Donaire, this is not an exaggeration. I would eat at Mr. Donaire between six to eight times a week. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you were always a purist. You always went Donaire, right? I don't yeah. think we ever saw you with a Poonair in your hands. No, 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 no. no. Poonair is such a fucked word. Poonair <laughs> is just so fucked. <laughs> Always a donair. When I was going for a big dinner, I would get the Mr. Donair, which is the pound of which is the pound of donair meat mm. in basically one of those styrofoam trays. Just a mm. pound of donair meat, and then you just put whatever toppings you want. So really if I was nice. for dinner, that's what I'd get. But yeah, six to six to eight times a week. Lunches, dinners, post bar, whatever you want. Pre bar. Pre bar would be hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Bar would be hardcore. Got to make a play, dude. How gross is the bar on like St. Patty's Day at night when everyone's been drinking all day and people are just ripping ass with no discretion, like no, what? like people are just farted. Do you not remember that? If you were ever at like Ale House at night on St. Patty's Day, people have been drinking all day and people are just farting without any remorse. They've lost all semblance of yeah. like humanity. Yeah, of course. Well, think about like, do you fart the morning after you've drank, drank, Joseph? I'm asking you. I fart all the time, man. I don't think I'm the right person to ask. Joe, I've got a farting question for you then. Okay. Sorry, we're going off topic a bit, but this came up. I was having this argument slash conversation yesterday, actually. When you fart, if you're in bed with your significant other, Nikki yeah. in your case, you're under the covers and you rip a fart. Is it better to A, let it fester under the covers or B, open up the covers and kind of like get it out. And yeah. Get it out. Like right okay. leg, like right what leg you open. Do? What's better? Yeah. I'll, right I'll tell you right now. And I am so wildly experienced, not only as a giver of farts, <laughs> but honestly, Nikki, God bless her soul. She can rip one too. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh shit. She's probably going to come out here. But uh, <laughs> you got to let it out. You have to let it out. I have seen farts that have resurfaced up to four to five hours after the fact. Crazy. I was, man, I was startled awake at 3 a.m., oh, got out of bed. It smelled like shit. And I had oh. forgotten that I had farted at 11 p.m. And it was just insane. It woke Nikki up. Oh. It was insane, man. Oh, <laughs> this is the thing. When you fart in bed, it's it's known as the Tokyo tent. You know, you you don't want to like it's like a canary in a coal mine. You don't want to yeah. just send people down there to their death. Yeah, you know, it's better to just kind of rip that bandaid, have a laugh about it, ha ha ha. <laughs> but uh, dude, you don't want to like what you want to be like strategic on how you vent, like if. You don't want to whoopee cushion the thing right up to your face like a blast of hot air. You want to like right leg or left mm. leg and like open. Like this. Yeah, and I mean that's up for interpretation. If you really want to get kind of like playful with it, I I recommend even <laughs> like 
hot boxing it first. Oh, you, you that's a true savage. You're disgusting. You pull the blankets over oh. your head and your significant other's head, and then you puke on each other. And Even tickle them too, just like oh. fuck with them in every way possible, <laughs> and then you let it free, and then it, it dulls the blow of like when you actually set oh. it. Speaking of dull blows, how about Conor McGregor just chucking shoulders to uh, Buddy, eh? What Conor McGregor? Did you not watch that fight? Well, no, man. Tell me about it. You didn't like. You didn't even hear that the fight went on, Joe. Dude, I didn't even know Conor McGregor was still like fighting. Dude, you. I'm impressed at the rock that you live under. <laughs> it it's actually, not a rock, am- buddy. It's a Tokyo tent. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, I'll give you the friggin' synopsis. The light. The fight only lasted 40 seconds. Conor McGregor got him in the clinch at the beginning, and then just like shoulder popped him to the face like with his shoulder That's cranked epic. his cranked his nose and then just he was all injured from that and he just fed him some hands yeah dude. and then he won he's back I'll, I'll watch that i'll watch the highlights dude how sick would that be you train three months you're in this crazy shape you're just ready to go get fight for 40 seconds and then you get paid 80 million dollars sick nice thank you yeah but that's such an outlier man like you like, yeah i know one in a Devil's advocate. (laughs) To worm. It sounds to me like Donair was your top five. (laughs) It was one through five. I want to know if you change, man. Do you still Donair six times a week? Just one through five. Donair, Donair, Donair. I definitely do not. Um, You miss it, though? Yeah, I do. And, like, you'll get those, like, for sure you're going to get those cravings, like, Clock I can hear it in your voice. Four, clock strikes 408 Tuesday. A little hungry. Just walk down the street. And it's great. It's right there. Still quick. They know me. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Worm. You're back. <laughs> you want the special? Got it. <laughs> oh, they call me. They call me two scoops because I would always get two scoops of cheese. So you'd go walk in and be like, "Hey, two scoops." Hey, yeah, thanks, buddy. Oh, that's even better. Hey, Johnny, two scoops. Did you like that's... that they knew you so well, or was it kind of like embarrassing? Uh, no, it was like. No, it's, I liked it. It was not embarrassing. <laughs> Who would be embarrassed by that? I don't know. You walk in, there's like a bunch of hot chicks, and you're like known as like two scoops, the fucking cheese guy. Yeah, they'd yeah, probably be like, yeah, that's they'd be like, awesome. they would respect it. Everyone's sexually forward today. Everyone respects two scoops. Man, I, I just think that like there's <laughs> a lot of... The weeks call them bang two scoops. Yeah, bang two scoops. There you go. I think there's definitely a, um, a direct <laughs> proportion to the amount of fast food I ordered, to the prevalence of those screens. Because sometimes what? I would want, like, you know, like, you go to McDonald's, you can just order on the screen. Yes. Dude, like, if I'm walking up, I'm getting two junior chickens tops, just out of respect for everyone. If I'm at the screen, I might get four. Oh, there's no, like, there's no judgment there's no, anymore. There's no human I've already paid bear. for it. Yeah. I'm just number 281. Like yeah, that yeah, guy, yeah. he's standing in the corner, like, "Yep, that's me," and then you're fucking out of there. You're like, you're like in the drive-through. You're like, "Yeah, I'll get a junior chicken and McDouble." Then you're like, "Hey, uh, Jesse, what do you want?" Yeah, it's a McDouble and a cheeseburger. Oh, okay, I guess I'll get a McDouble and a cheeseburger for Jesse. And hey, Ricky, <laughs> I want a McFlurry too. Oh, okay, Dude, I, yeah, I guess I'll get a McFlurry it's as funny well. Why do you say that? Because I shit you not, man. I like once pretended <laughs> to be on the phone talking to like my office mates as i bought a box of donuts like oh yeah what kind do you want uh, <laughs> <laughs> i just had to justify it in my head you lied to yourself i know i know that was i'm not insane what I, a crazy time for you come clean with it dude that's beautiful that you're that you've made it past that that stage i uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about these uh Talk about these multiple orders of McDonald's like burgers. It's got me thinking. You guys probably don't even know this too. It's from a former pod guest, Tommy Kirkham. Oh, nice. In our second year of university, Tommy goes and he's like claiming, I don't know how long he was claiming to do this. It wasn't like it was that long. It was like a couple of weeks. He was talking. He's like, yeah, I can eat six Big Macs. No problem. Hmm. He's like claiming this, claiming this. Okay, fine. So we go to McDonald's one day. We obviously order six Big Macs. The guy, like, it's like a big thing. We've got, like, people over. There's probably six people over. Come, like, came over to watch this. Like, six Big Macs. He lines them all up on this little stupid TV table that we've got. (laughs) Like, gets through one. 
starts slowing down. He's in his second one. He's like four bites into his second one, puts it down. He's like, I'm full. I can't do it. He couldn't finish two? No. One and a half after claiming he's doing six. That's kind of dope, though, because people come over. Yeah, we got actually. Everybody got Big Macs. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but of maybe. just like the procl- like the proclamation of multiple burgers, and then to deliver one and a half. Yeah. I would bet. I would put down. Sorry, Tommy. Ten, tw- I'd put down twenty thousand dollars that I could eat eight Big Macs. Oh, <laughs> dude! In uh, a time window as well, in like twenty minutes or less. What the fuck, Joe? Oh. Eight Big Macs. Eight Big Macs, buddy. That's. Think about it. That's not that much. That's Dude, not that much. That's enough. I could put that's that like, down. Joe, you're insane. That's I a lot know. of big like I, Think about the like the. Like I told you about how I bought a box of donuts. <laughs> like, are you? Why are you doubting me here? I'm. Tra- we're talking with box of donuts and two scoops. Cheese yeah, and yeah. You guys are too. I'm looking at two muckers on the screen right now. Two guys who just know how to f- strap one on and feed. Joe, speaking of feeding. How's your diet going? Man, the diet is tell going us. great. Let yeah. me tell you. So uh, Dude, I've been on you... the diet for how much weight um, you lost? Twenty-two days, twenty-one days. Mm-hmm. Lost seventeen pounds. What? Is that too much? That's insane. <laughs> seventeen pounds. Like that's exercising six times a week and eating really well. Yeah, basically cook home cook every meal, no pasta. Dude. I went to Worsley's house for dinner, and they had a nice, beautiful, like, fresh pasta with, like, a bolognese. I just ate the sauce. With spinach. Oh, yeah, I can vouch for this. It's actually happened. But then I also drank beer all night, but that was worth, man. And I felt I, – oh, I broke the no alcohol. Oh, good for you. Because Tommy Kirkham came into town, past guest. Our good friend Worsley, who's joining us right now, was there. We went and joined Peter Hugenboss and uh, Benny and, you know, all the – all the usual suspects. And Benny dude. had a freaking keg, like, dude. coming right out of the door on his fridge. Like, come on, man. Come on. No, yeah. Good. I'm glad you did. Honestly. The deal, uh, I think, is that I'm doing dry February now. Whoa. One day is <laughs> worth a month. Oh, God. Have fun, man. But I might break a day in February and then do dry March. Who knows? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't right. know. I'm just into it right now, man. I'm into the health, and I just have no, like... That night going out with you, Worm, was super fun, and I'm so glad like I drank. I also felt like I was smoking weed. You know, you don't smoke weed for a month. You come back, you take a puff of a joint, and you're just like, holy shit, man, I'm yeah. big. What do they have? Yeah. Dude, I had two beers at Stone City. I could like feel my forehead. I just felt drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you got to watch all the uh, chocolates and chips that you, that you uh, eat at Benny Stinson's house. Oh, does he always did, have chocolate and chips? Did I eat uh, chocolate and chips at Benny Stinson's house? I'm just saying, like, you might. I don't know if you did or not. I'm just saying that some of them are, like, he's got kids, but some of those chocolate bars Oh, are, I did have a weed and chocolate. There you go. I <laughs> 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 got home, and I had the munchies so fucking bad. You know, and it's just classic. You're drunk. You're, like, your your determination, your conviction is a little low. But respect to end up going to uh, go to Snow Angels. Yo, not only did we do Snow Angels, you actually did. We went to the Grizz Man and we danced for like two hours. I came home drenched. I could have wrung my fucking shirt out. There you go. So you got a workout in. I woke up and I had like thirteen thousand steps from midnight on. Got a workout, but I got home, man. I was so fucking hungry. I had the munchies so bad. I just wanted to eat like all the naughtiest foods, like a box of donuts, you know. And uh, Mickey, God bless her soul, kept me on the straight and narrow. We made some air pop popcorn, just enough to kind of hit that devil off my shoulder. But like the angels still loving me. Dude, that's good for you, man. Try to make this a habit because I am just like, I'm eating okay, but... I I really like to eat. And, like, I just like to, like, eat, like, tasty foods and stuff, you know? I think for me, I, like, I think all three of us, really, we just, we love to eat. And <laughs> I love, like, just tasty delights, man. I love a fresh-baked baguette. Like, oh, I, or, like, a honey ah, cooler on a fucking honey, hot Wettest Summer's honey day. cooler. But sometimes when you do that, it's like, if, you, if you're going to go, like, like, get into a pizza... 
like get into a large pizza and I'm like, I'm just going to fucking eat the whole thing. No yeah. Problem. Yeah. Go, go eat it. But like book a squash game for 7am book, like go yeah. to lunchtime basketball, like do something and just like run for two hours. And that's then what, like, we're kind of equal. That's kind of equal. Yeah. That's my, like, that's kind of my mentality on working out and stuff. It's like you eat to work out and then you work out to eat. So it's just a proportions like, thing, man. Like for me, I was the, the bad meals were outweighing the healthy meals. Yeah. I think if you just keep it like 80, 20, I'm trying honestly to have, I know I've like this extreme weight loss and I'm, uh, I have been eating super clean, like very, very diligently, but I still am like trying to have like find, allow myself to have these little like cheat meals. But at the same time, I'm trying to like find creative recipes that are like mimicking, you know, like, Oh, I'm eating this ice cream, but I just made uh, it. We'll see like ice and yeah. <laughs> like almond milk or some shit. I don't fucking know. It yeah. tastes good though. Yeah. You just trick your brain enough. And uh, I'm not saying I'm going to be like this forever. I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to think about the long term. If I just go so cold turkey, I'm going to one day just crack. And then like, just, there's going to be yeah. 18 pizza boxes in my recycling bin on a, like a two week uh, turnaround here. Oh, so. The Chuck Norris from dodgeball scene. <laughs> I don't remember that scene. No, Chuck Norris. Uh, ben Stiller from dodgeball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chuck Norris, yeah. My milkshake brings all the boys to <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting there with like the chicken wing, like oh yeah, yeah. Candy's like got one in each hand. No, you'll be like Ben Stiller at the beginning of the movie when he's like, he's like shoving a piece of pizza down his pants yeah. or something, and the guy's got that electro shock thing on his nipples. Dude, I oh. fucking love that movie. Great movie. Great play. Hey, so worm. Uh, what we typically do to, to wrap things up is we ask our guest in the spirit of best friends catching up, we ask our guest to name an old friend that you haven't spoken to in a long time or someone that you're just, it's overdue that you should give them a call. And you gotta like, you gotta promise us that you're going to call them like tomorrow. Legit promise. Okay. Uh, I was, you know, what, sh- what should we do here? You know what? Jake Rumble. Nice. Haven't talked to the guy. Lived with him for three years in university. I've not talked to the guy in probably two and a half years. There you yeah, are. Man, that's exactly what we're talking about, man. Yeah, that's, there you go. You and a it. call. And a call. Jake Rumble's in Hong Kong. I'm pretty sure I saw him in a protest video. I'm pretty sure he's like, <laughs> dude. dude, imagine Jake Rumble just like taking out a line of riot oh. officers, just like trucking through. And then Dude. all the Hong Kong knees follow in behind. That's like something out of a movie. Just like running, like taking rubber bullets, like not going down. Like, oh. That's Jake was, uh, for everyone who doesn't know him, Jake was the captain of our uh, rugby team when we all three of us played. So we all know him very well. Worsley lived with him, as he said. So he knows him even that much better. He was also a Queens economics lad. Yes, QED, let's go. <laughs> Janine let's Ball go. producing some stalwarts. Hey, uh, where's from one OUA All Star to I'm sure another? Thanks for coming on the pod, bro. It's been great to see you. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to see you, Shredder. It's been uh, been a while since I had seen you last. Yeah, year. dude, remember when I popped into that gondola in Whistler and you were I like, think "Hey, that was, the I, was that the last?" Oh no, I saw you on like homecoming. Yeah, was, yeah. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, but you popped in late. Yeah. And like right as the door was closed, you just like pop yourself on the seat, like look across, like, "Oh fuck, that's that guy." <laughs> there he is. <laughs> there he is. Big like spliff in his mouth. <laughs> Full gondola doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> You guys all right if I box this? All right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh Where's the good seeing you, bro? All the best in uh, 2020 and your endeavors managing proper tays. <clears throat> Same to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Later, guys. Yeah. Word See of you mouth. Ciao. This episode of Best Friends Catching Up is sponsored by The Pelican. <laughs> Pelican. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> boom that's what you'll be saying when you eat dine there fuck me because the seafood's so good yeah pelican fish market and grill off bank street in ottawa go get yourself a muck and speaking of going to get yourself a muck i got a tall drink of water coming your way and you can go see his likeness at charrettegroup.ca that's charrettegroup.ca 
It's a what? What is going on with it, Mark? You know, uh, just give them your money; they'll make it grow. It's one of those kind of chop shops, you know. But actually, it's way more professional than we can ever aspire to be. <laughs> mm, definitely, <laughs> charrettegroup.ca. This episode of Best Friends Catching Up is also brought to you by our good friend Ryan J. Harris's filmmaking workshop. Just went live. Learn, learn what it takes to be a filmmaker, gear, getting yourself in the industry, getting clients, meeting cool people, being slot of the month, all that stuff. He goes through all of it. You can find everything at ryanjharris.ca. Enter BFCU for 50% off, limited time only. Dude, Folks, that's go. been a freaking treat of an episode. Worm, you're still on. You're with us. Great talking to you. As always, call a friend if you haven't in a while. And as extra always, leave us a rating on iTunes. Subscribe. Share the pod. Yeah, share the love. Share. We really we, we love when we see new listeners. And we always get like one random listener from Bolivia or something. So if you're out there, keep listening. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> if you're in like Pakistan, because we do have a listener in Pakistan, you, fuck yeah. You rock. <laughs> probably given by the Charette Wealth Management. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you think we're going to take it in? Never really knew that she could dance like this. She make up her head when it's Spanish. Como se llama? Bonita. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk like that.